start this off. We're gonna, so, we're gonna I mean, start it's, off. It's, yeah, it's early. It's been and it's been it's, a tragic. Yeah, you know, but. The 5G towers in NRG, bro. Oh, they don't want you to see this. They don't want you to know, bro. Thousands of people died, bro. Can we, can we even bring up the fact? Can we even bring up the fact? For one, millions of people died and they're hiding it from us. Second of all, okay, the same place where they were giving you the vaccine shot, okay? They were giving you free vaccine shots at the NRG. And then they put the 5G towers around there and put the biggest festival back. Bro, bro, sheeple, please wake up. Please. Okay, okay, hold on. We're uh, maybe being a little wild. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yo, the on, satanic ritual, dog. On God, bro. They're being satanic, bro. You saw the mouth open, like you Dante's saw the Inferno. you saw you saw the the demons coming out of his shirt, bro, into the portal. Right when the song started, the demons came out of the portal. Oh, bro, bro, bro. If you, I, he said the devil my op, but honestly, that was just to let our guard down, bro. I really think so, bro. Okay, okay, maybe maybe we should start this off. This is gonna get us killed, bro. Maybe we should start this off right. Maybe yeah, 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 yeah. For the sake of for the sake of yeah, man, turn my service, cellular service off yeah, real quick yeah, before. Yeah. Three, two, one. Welcome, Welcome to the, the two, two and a half, half citizens, citizens podcast. Draco. Bro! What no? Big All right. Draco! Alright, so if we're gonna go into all that, big Draco, Kanye made up there back in their each other's good graces. Which is good, you know. As fun as the beefs are, I do. I I, I kind of do want to hear that verse. I don't. I really don't care to hear the verse because I actually like I like Big Draco more when he's upset at somebody. That's the true. whole Drake thing. Mm-hmm. Drake is the funniest thing because you're just like, there's it brings out the entertainment factor in him. I mean, Soldier Boy, number one ent- internet he's, marketer. He's an entertainer at his core. First rapper to be. First rapper to be an internet marketer. Yeah. I mean, we're just trying to be Soldier Boy. At yeah. This point. Honestly. You know, first rapper to be on the top 10 billboard of, uh, you know, LimeWire Dog. First rapper to make you hold your phone to the radio because you're trying to get cranked that as your ringtone. That's true. First rapper. First rapper in hip hop to have a pop and dance on YouTube. Mm-hmm. First rapper on YouTube. Bro, first rapper on YouTube. That's wild, right? The how many views does it crank that video have? A ridiculous amount of views. Yeah. I don't know something outlandish. But I was I wonder, man, because it's been a minute. Like so, yeah. intro into YouTube for it to be like I know. And so he's been out here. He was on, on the, the Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Club. Jinx, you owe me a soda. And he's been like <laughs> Charlemagne. Charlemagne, I, I like hearing Charlemagne talk to people. I like their I like their relationship. I know he was on Charlemagne's show after that too. Four hundred and ninety-eight million views eleven years ago. That's that wild, right. right? Yeah, that sounds about right. Four hundred and ninety-eight million. But like, bro, this man will make you like you know he'll make you look up stuff because in that interview at the with the breakfast Club, he was talking about his um his verses with bow wow and i hadn't seen it and honestly it made me go look for it find it and watch some of it i couldn't tell you who won i will say that big draco still has like hits coming out we ain't heard of bow wow since but does he though like other than that one that you're listening to right now right i have not heard a soldier boy song that's bigger than any single little Dirk or little baby song that's popping right now. True, 
But he's quote unquote independent. What does that have to do with anything? I don't know. That's what he says. Okay. So what does independence have to do when you're not like Okay, so you're independent, so I guess you're not getting the big like media pushes, you're not getting playlisted, you're not mm-hmm. But if you're so influential and so the first to do everything, like shouldn't I don't know. I, I guess I'm asking too much from the uh Bro. From, from the industry. Allegedly he had a chance to sign he almost could have signed Young Boy. Yeah, he could have, apparently. Allegedly. Allegedly. I always think it's one of those things where, like, because every time someone says he's, that. He said he's usually the guy that comes and finds you. He's the first to come and find you. So you know, he's the first to do everything. Yeah. So when when that happens, it makes me wonder, because, like, every time people say that, they always put these artists in a vulnerable position. Like, he's like, D, like you know, young boy was in my DMs, like, mm-hmm. hey, sign me. And then you see them being, like, one of the biggest artists. I mean, who had the chance to sign Drake? Wasn't somebody, like, didn't somebody have the chance to sign Drake and, like, Past and now it's like you could have had like the biggest artist. I don't know, world. but should, it, they made me want to be like, hey, should we uh, hit up Soldier Boy in his DMs and be like, hey, look at our podcast, sign us? Could you sign us? Honestly, what if we were the first people on Big Draco's podcasting network? If he said, hey, we're going to sign you, but you have to like set up a podcast studio for me to podcast. And then, you know, you got to run my podcast and do all my I shit. Would, I would move to Atlanta or wherever he lives. I'll move up to Atlanta. Dog, if we pulled up, dog, what if we started running Atlanta? Bro. Bro, what if we, bro, we leave the suburbs and go to the trenches? I'd be down. You down to the, for the trenches? Yeah, I'd be down. Why not, bro? Dude, <clears throat> it'd be so sick. Like, we'd be going over to each other. Like, we'd, we'd have to get a, a place around each other just for the sake of convenience. Yeah, we would. And then, like, we'd be pulling I up, mean, like, just same, eating hot chicken every night. It's the same atmosphere weather-wise. I hear that Atlanta and Houston basically have the same weather. It's have you been to Atlanta? No, but I've talked to people from Atlanta that are like, yeah, it's basically the same weather. And then for me, I've always heard that it's just like a literal city built on hip hop. Yeah. Like it's a city built on the entire, like that city is built by the culture. Mm-hmm. So is is wild out there. I mean, we would have both influences, the Houston. Yeah. Hotlanta. Um, so that's what I'm saying. We pull up there. With some hot chicken all the time. I bet yeah. you we'd be really into the hot chicken way. Oh, yeah, for sure. But all that to say, Big Draco, bro, we are here. We support you. We would be down for a uh, podcast network with you. And, yeah, 100%. I'll run your show. I don't go fuck. Like, we'll yeah. edit your shit up. We'll cut your Yo, shit up nice. You, you, you got a... You got a... You got a reality show, bro. We'll be we'll be in the background, bro. I would, you know what? I'd be, it'd be so fun if, like, we're doing that for him. But the big thing is that, like, we have a, Dra- a Big Draco soundboard. For like the podcast, yeah. So it's all just like Big Draco sound effects. We record oh, voiceover like each, the Drake, yeah. And so each one of these things is like we have the. Y'all Big better Draco stop sound. playing with me. <laughs> Everything that come out of my mouth is hard. I'm the first. This is the first. I'm just I'm the first. That bro, soldier. Now you have to. Now I know. You now have you have to because we have. Bro, bro I'm gonna start getting the soundboard ready. I'm, I'm gonna just email you the link. Yeah. So. All right, so Big Draco. Yo, can we talk about this, though? Next time somebody beefs and they're trying to make up, you have to make a weird-ass video with Jay Prince. If you don't apologize with Jay Prince awkwardly standing next to you, don't apologize to me. All right, so let's get into that. Kanye is allegedly trying to, which, first of all, if we're going to, like, parlay into all this, Kanye, Drink Champs Part 2, I haven't heard it yet. You did. I've heard, like, clips... 
I, I, but that entire yo, shouts out to Nori because that entire part one and part two, chef's kiss. Honestly, because I listened to part one and he knew how to ask the best questions. He knew how to get the best out of Kanye because it was like he like literally put all his walls down because Kanye's usually feels like he's getting talked down to, and because like Nori was like playing into his ego, he felt like he was talking to like and they are homies. Yeah, so he could like lower the defenses and then ask a real question that we're all like wondering. Yeah. In a way that's like you're talking to your homie, so yeah. it's like it's all good. So you know, he, like if I ask you some deep ass shit or like something that's like you might be uncomfortable, but you have to I, think about it. But if it's like, but I asked you, so it's all yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I don't know. Think about it like you're at the doctor, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and this is an extreme example, I guess. But you're at the doctor. Oh, and they say, are you sexually active? Yeah, they're talking to you about yeah. like, and you're just like, uh, I mean, I guess. And I just pull up. So, dog, y'all hit you hitting it now. And then you just like, bro, you know I'm all up in that shit. Like, there's just something about the way that I mean, you- I'm not gonna say it like that because I have, we're, we're both married and like you you know who we <laughs> talk about, so I go talk about it like that. See, bro, you gotta see. That's the thing, though. That's the thing is once you let these guard down, that's the bro guard, right? Yeah. That's yeah, the thing yeah. where Kanye talking yeah. about going onto the Reddit's and <laughs> looking up other bitches OnlyFans. Yo, this one. Yo, man, like. I know I don't want to be the person that's like, you can't be a Christian and blah, 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 blah. I don't want to be that person. But, bro, man, like. All right. So I get you. But what I think Kanye would say uh is, do you think Christians aren't out there listening, like looking at pornography? No, they 100% So am I just being the realest Christian? Am I just being the one who's going to say the things that ain't nobody else going to say? Yeah. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to tell the truth. All humans falter. All humans do this no, and that. 100. And we're all just trying to build and none of us are perfect. But I'm going to be the only one to be out here and telling you the truth. I ain't going to hide and act like I'm not. Yeah. No, and I would say, like, I guess the way he was talking about it, it's more of like. Because it's like, yeah, let's say you do struggle with that. And let's say you're trying to stop. You're not going to be talking about it like that because you're trying to stop. You know what I mean? I don't mean? think he's trying to stop. But Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, for me, it's a bigger conversation of Reddit. I'll give him the cursing. I'll give him the other stuff. But th- th- that was one that I was like, ah. But, bro, he's saying that, but then he's talking about giving money to uh, first-time mothers who feel like they can't handle it and they're trying to abort. Okay, so that was interesting. You know, that, um, I think that that would be really cool because everyone talks about, is it a life? Is it not a life? You know, pro-life, whatever, whatever, unless you're, you know, pro-life until the baby's born, then we don't care. Yeah. And then he's saying, pro-life, the baby's born, I care, give it to me, let me, you know. Well, and that's another conversation because the way he's also talking about it, which is, what people don't think he cares about. He's talking about it in like that the biggest population of people who abort are the black mm-hmm. uh, population. So he's saying that half of the black babies that could be born are being aborted. Mm-hmm. And so we're holding ourselves back. I'm talking to his community from like prospering. And if we can just put money back into our, our families and mm-hmm. help them out, then we can flourish mm-hmm. and stuff like that, which is pro-black as opposed to like everything else that people think that's anti-black. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's one of those things where I, I don't know if he just says something wild and then has the time to th- play the mental gymnastics to make it sound like, right? you know, like he was onto something 
and you know that's why he takes so long and mm-hmm. he comes back with all these points or if this is the stuff that he's thinking from the beginning and he just puts out the wild thoughts but his mind does run at like a thousand miles per hour bro yeah I, I, yeah like i now here comes to the interesting point where i start getting like excited so we start getting into the drake shit right mm-hmm and I'm more talking part one because I didn't hear part two, so I don't know if there's he didn't talk about it in part two. Missing. So, in part one, he's really talking about the Drake warfare when it comes to rap. He's saying right. like it's professionalism. Like, this, the, the, like the I'm gonna move like five blocks from. Yeah, me he says when he makes I'm a diss DM track, everybody in your family. I'm gonna DM every girl in your family, every one of your dudes' girls. I'm gonna get all the information so that when you're making songs, there's certain subtle hits that no one else knows. But, but me. Yeah. And so it's like, he's got me going in there crazy. And, you know, we're all thinking like, oh, yeah, why are you being so wild? He's like, no, you don't realize he's saying these things yeah. specifically to me. Yeah. And now it's a weird thing where I actually heard Flagrant talk about this, right? Mm-hmm. The Jay Prince thing. Yeah. About Shots Jay Prince. why do you bring Jay Prince up into this? Like, what's the point? And Houston it's, it's the only thing that it's, adds leverage. No, it's... It's the only thing that adds leverage because here's what happens, right? So if Kanye comes out and says, Drake, I'm tired of this. Can we just squash it? Drake has the upper hand to be like, fuck you. No, I don't, no, don't want to do this. I, I would say Jay Prince is, adds leverage and is the mediator. But not only that, when you not only when he says that, when he stands with Jay Prince and then says, hey, bro, let's just put our issues aside for us to free Larry Hoover. Yeah. Now you're not doing it for Ye. You're doing it for the community. And if... You're not willing to squash the beef for the community. Then you're a piece of shit. Exactly. So yeah. now it's like that's what adds leverage. Mm-hmm. Because right now Kanye is kind of leverageless. Yeah. Everyone kind of knows, even if you want to say that Kanye's album's better, Drake's album but that's performed a, that's better. A, that's irrelevant at this point. Yeah, Drake's album performed better. Mm-hmm. So like, and and even Kanye knows that. Like yeah. he knows that Drake's Drake's is going to perform better even if people will say that artistically Kanye's is better. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's this weird thing where I don't... And, and this is the thing is we only see Kanye's side. So when we hear Kanye say these things, we think, like, oh, well, Kanye must be right. Drake must be saying this because he's not on interviews all the time. Yeah. But then you hear things like Big Sean being like, me and Kanye hung out right after that interview, and he didn't say any of the shit that he said on that interview to me. Yeah. So it's like, oh, bro, when he brought out the tombstone and he said, I deserve to be here because I signed Big Sean. And he did not say anything or act like anything was up when he saw Sean later on that day. Yeah. And Sean's like, wait, what the fuck? Like, do we hung out that day? And you're not, you know what I mean? Yeah. So when you hear things like that, then but, it makes me think like, well, what is Kanye really hiding or what is he like trying to bring up to the public now, for public perception? And, and, I, and I, they were talking about this on Brilliant, Brilliant Idiots. Where Charlemagne was saying, "You on there now too?" Yes, bro. I'm a full on fan, bro. <laughs> I'm a full on Andrew Schultz fan now. I've been trying to fucking get you on, and you was just trying to be so. I don't know. I don't know why you was just like, "No, I can't." Do I'm, it. I'm I'm very anti putting me on because. Okay, so Avara <laughs> told me this that she was like, "If you were a rapper, you would be like Soldier Boy," because you're always talking about how you're the first one to. Da, 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 da. And you're always saying, like, no, I was on that first. Can we ask, does she, because I'm assuming now she's understanding, does she like my taste or does she like? What do you mean? Like in stuff that I try to like, because I feel like we we influence each other. Uh-huh. I really feel like there's well, certain like things the where we. so she watches, she's like, she laughs at your jokes more than mine. 
Does that does that sting a little bit it sometimes? Does. I'm dog? not gonna lie. There's sometimes you're like, fuck, you're like in your room trying to write yeah, the best. Yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> I I literally I will like be like. Yeah, like I'll be in the shower, I'll be in the car, and I'll come up with something. I'll be like, bro, that's funny as hell. Be- before we get back into it, we just want to take a quick break and shout out Celsius, you know, tropical vibes. This is a vibe out here. And I just want to say shout out to Blackrock Coffee for all your coffee needs. This caramel blondie, damn, hold on. I'll... Am I allowed to be drinking this type of shit? I'm in my, bro, I don't know. I have a brunette in my life, dog. Mm. Mm. Shouts out to Caramel Blondie, dog. This shit goes down. This shit got me energized today. I ain't going front. Like We're tweaking. You would think you <laughs> like I don't know. Shit's getting violent around here. It's like a Travis Scott concert out here. Woo! All right, all I've right. been using that for everything. It's been my favorite <laughs> thing. Like, yeah. bro, why are you being so goddamn aggressive? What is this, a goddamn Travis Scott show? <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's actually let's let's get into that for real. And we're gonna make a lot of look. Let's yeah. just look. Look. Let's just kind of. Because I have real thoughts, right? Yeah. Like, we, we, yeah. So, and I've been to Astro World. That went in 2018. Okay. So, I want to talk to you. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff about this where it's like things are a little two sided for a lot of reasons. Of course, mm-hmm. it's very, very, very tragic that people died. R.I.P. Like, this, that, is, a, this and, is a Houston tragedy. And it's for me to see, like, the kids. It's like a ninth grader from Memorial yeah. High School. So, like, we see that right down the street. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's like an AM. College student, yeah, somebody just, from Heights High School. I mean, like that's so. It's just the like all these me. things where like you're seeing these people, yeah. and and you can Some see by these people, old, bro, like nine or ten. So I look at certain things, and I'm like, I look at people in both ways. You know, we mourn in the city, and it sucks because he was a hometown hero. He is. I still believe, and here's where the problem lies, right? Mm-hmm. So you look at all these people, and I start thinking. Who bought a ticket? Who didn't buy a ticket? Right. Right. A lot. Of, I can tell. Pretty much every victim bought a ticket. You could tell by the type of person. Yeah. It's not someone who's just trying to sneak like in and like in, be yeah. there. It's like someone whose parents <laughs> bought them the tickets. Or they, but they bought it themselves. Who knows? Nah, that ninth grader definitely. He was oh a little yeah, baseball sure. player. That I'm, dude definitely. I'm talking about the a, the A and M people, maybe. Possibly, yeah. Possibly. But then you deal with like some tragic stories, like the nine year old, right? Yeah. Was on his dad's shoulders. So they think like, why is these kids out there by themselves? No, this kid is on his dad's shoulders to be up and away from everything. Mm -hmm. And the pressure was too much for the dad. The dad collapsed. The kid gets trampled. Mm. But the problem with all this stuff lies in that like I've been to a lot of shows in my days. Not necessarily crazy festivals. I've been to festivals. And and that's what I wanted to get into you. And I texted you that because you were in the hardcore scene. You were a performer in the hardcore scene, and this is this is this is where I where I'm coming from. Where it's easy to blame Travis Scott, and yes, there is a lot of stuff coming out where he, you know, wasn't stopping the show or what have you. Right. But as a performer, and I performed in like certain things, like I, you know, not as big as you've performed, but like, you know, I I, I was in orchestra as a kid, uh, the church and yeah. stuff. But like, all that to say is. When you're performing, bro... You're focused on performing. You're focusing on performing. So, all right. So, like, my prime example. The whole thing, at least in our type of shows, was you have to be crazy. If it's not crazy, then... Then it's a pussy show. Then exactly. Why are we here? So, you're going to get flamed on the internet. You see Coyle Ray gets flamed on the internet when everyone's just standing still during her performance. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, it's like no one cares about you. And then you want the show to be crunk. You want the show to be, like, exciting. So, every, yeah. like, warp Tour I've ever been to is a bunch of security guards... 
pushing kids away from the barricade, throwing them back in the barricade, pushing them away from the stage, and then the artist being like, come on, come up, break the barricade, like saying whatever the fuck they want to say because they're performers and their job is to entertain and security's job is to make sure that everybody's safe. Right. That's like how the job works. Right. Like you do your thing and then there's an entire group of people and a lot of stuff that's been figured out so that they can handle all that. And when we're talking about these festivals, because I've been to ACL and like I said, I've been to Astroworld. People show up to these things plastered already. Yeah. On drugs. So like. Dehydrated. Dehydrated as You're out there all day, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's water stations, but if you're drunk or high. You think and then there's drinking water, and there's lines everywhere. Like it's not yeah. ideal. You have to pay seven dollars for like a water some bottle. Some people have like like so. When I went to ACO, uh, Elvira and I had and like all the homies, we all had like a camelback. The camelback, yeah. Um, and even then, so I went to ACO way before I went to Astral World. And honestly, bro, the amount of people that are out there, it, I kind of felt too old for it, and I wasn't too old for it then. I was like <laughs> twenty two, twenty three when I went. And, um, yeah, man, it's just, like, there's so many people that just, like, swarm the stage. And even though you could get, like, to the back, like, that's what happened at World when, when we went. We stayed as far away from the f- main stage when Travis came to perform because we were, like, F that. Like, we're not trying to deal with all these people. And it was still like this. Like, you couldn't do anything. And there's still people trying to mosh all the way in the back. So, you know, that's just how it goes. And and you when you know that you're going to get into that, you kind of just have to be a little prepared. So, like, yeah. there's an entire documentary about how crazy his show's getting. And I don't know if that's going to work in his benefit or not mm-hmm. in this case. Right. But, all right. The the prime thing to me is this the, the people, right? Right. And every show that I've been to, the whole thing is if, like, and, and mind you, in the type of moshing that we would do, there's actual fists and like legs swinging. So there's a high possibility you're gonna break you're your gonna nose, get hit. You're gonna get an eyebrow eyes, bust. Yeah. You're gonna like you know something can happen. And if you didn't use a bitch, kind of yeah. So like those are like war scars. You know that that stuff happens. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole thing about it though. Like when that's happening, if someone's on the floor, you pick them up. Mm-hmm. If a fight breaks out. Because these shows were always small enough to basically be able to see what's going on. Yeah. If a fight breaks out, the artist stops the show and says, yo, what the fuck? We're here to have fun and do like, you know, let loose and express ourselves, but not to actually be violent and start actually like, fighting. Actually yeah. fighting. The yeah. second that like a fight breaks out, everything gets stopped and those people get yeah. shut out, right? The, the the key word that you said there is the show was small enough. Yeah. Yeah. So, and if it's not then you, what happens? Security goes in there, says, hey, you're being way too fucking aggressive and pulls you out. And kicks you out. That's uh, pretty much the whole thing of, of shows where it used to be like, don't be too aggressive. If you're too aggressive, you're going to end up getting thrown out of the show and the artist can't even do anything about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's where things are. There's a certain ba- responsibility that is on certain people. Yeah, and there's, there's, a de- there's-, there's a chain of command. There's a delegation because how can you put it on the artist to like do all that? That's why you have promoters. That's why you have security. Exactly. Other- and your entire goal is make sure this performance is good. Right. And if you're worried about is and now that's going to have to be his thing. But if you're looking to the same, like you can't even be in your mode. You're not just like yeah. vibing. Every here's here. Can I just talk about the biggest thing? First of all, is this idea that Travis Scott is looking directly at these people and noticing them. Look, the first trick I ever fucking learned when I was like 
inquire some shit. Yeah. Was look at the back of the room and make past everybody and everybody will think you're making eye contact with them. Exactly. That's like the fucking thing. Yeah. Hey, look right why? above everybody and everyone's like, I think he's looking at me. Yeah. And the thing is, bro, like, I I get it. I get why people are mad, but I don't know why they're trying to cancel him over this. And also, have you noticed that no one's mad at Drake? So here's what's going on. And it, it's one of those things where it's like, because... And I guess because it's Astral World. So, so if it was like, let's say this... Because this shit happened, bro. Like, on Flagrant, they were talking about like all the places that this has happened at. Yeah. I mean, when like I was Woodstock, at ACL... Woodstock, all that shit. Yeah, bro. When I was at ACL, Hunter and I saw this girl like on the trash can, like vomit just like coming out of her mouth. And we were like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah. So here's the, the thing about it is basically because he's so like more mysterious. You don't know about what you can't humanize Travis because what all that happens with Travis is, and this is his marketing, which he's is like, like a rock star. You know? Yeah. But it's the thing where it's like he's larger than life and you you don't have a chance to be around him. You don't have a chance to like get his shoes you don't have a chance to see his shows like there's all these things where you're like man he's yeah. almost mythological mm -hmm. and when something like this happens it's even funnier for it the fact that it's not funny but the fact that the biggest thing that comes around is the human sacrifice shit right yeah because he's so larger than life that they can't just be like he made an honest mistake they're like no he's so larger than life and so methodical this had to have been yeah. on purpose and i just want to tell all like the, the Christian community that's spouting all this BS. Can y'all stop? Not everything the devil, like... Now, if you don't know Travis Scott, though... If you don't know Travis Scott, I get it. And now you see it. his imagery. But, like, bro, that's the thing with everything. And, like, here's the thing. Is if you don't... If you've never been to these festivals, you don't know that people go there already high, already dehydrated, all these things. Bro, we live in Houston. It's yeah. hot. So, like... It's and like I said, it's easy to like point the blame at him, and maybe he does have some blame. But to say all of it, why would he make himself liable for millions of dollars worth of damages to do a human sacrifice yeah. where only eight people died? But I guess exactly. if you have your tinfoil hat on and you're an idiot, you think um, like half of Houston died. And that's the thing about it is like, it's sad to say, but it's almost like the COVID thing. We're like, oh, I don't know, out of fifty thousand people, it ain't that bad. Yeah. If we, t but now it's tragic regardless. No. Of but the, the problem is now it's all right. So here's where I start and saying it's like instantly pushing an agenda. Bro. Well, look. So here's what happened, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's in your own literally the Travis effect, right? Mm -hmm. So every time that Travis drops a shoe, he just has to put it out somewhere and. Boom, it's the biggest thing in the world. Everyone wants it. Everyone's eyes are on it. It becomes mm -hmm. the biggest resale value in the world. It's like, whoa, we all need to get this. The tickets. Man, that came out. We don't even know what it is yet, but we all need to hop on it. Mm -hmm. And because everyone has that mentality and that's his brand, every news outlet right now says if I throw Astroworld, any Astroworld news up, it's like Trump. Everyone's like, what's going on? Mm -hmm. and Travis Scott. They're talking about Travis Scott on the news right now. Mm -hmm. Look. Literally yesterday, my parents just had the news on the whole time in the background while we were there. And it was like one little news story, more Astroworld lawsuits. A little story, this person from Astroworld. Another little story, Sylvester Turner talking about Astroworld. Mm -hmm. Because they know that if they keep on throwing Astroworld on, that we'll look. And then right. they'll get ratings. Right. So it's like the Travis Scott effect working against him where he's so goddamn mm -hmm. popular that everyone wants to be a part of this. Yeah. Everyone wants a lawsuit in it. Everybody right. wants like – 
it's the only thing that brings him down to a human level and to a place where you can attain, like, you know, the mm-hmm. spotlight where it's like he's so untouchable, but now there's a lawyer that's saying, hey, we can sue him. Yeah. And, like, you could get X, Y, and Z. and Yeah, and that's where I think the human sacrifice thing is ridiculous. Of course. Because, like, again, why would he make himself liable for all of that to... Now, here's the one shot that I can throw at him if we can throw a shot. Mm-hmm. Do you think when do you think he knew about the situation and right, the severity so, of the situation? So there's that video where like apparently someone comes up to him and then he's like, "Now nah, fuck all that, let's keep going." Yeah. And it depends what that person said. Because like I said, at these festivals, someone's bound to pass out. Yeah. It happens. So I don't know what they relate to him. Like if he if they said to him like, "Yo, like five people passed out." Okay. But if they said, hey, we have certain people confirmed dead, yeah, so that's it, a different that's story. That's what I'm saying, where it's like, it depends where in the timeline and what they said to him. Because, again, if they said, like, hey, five people passed out, he's going to be like, okay. Yeah. And then there's, like, the people, fact that he went straight to... People are thinking about, like, ratios. There, how many people were there? Like 50,000 estimated, but I don't know how many extra people were there. So if you tell him, hey, five people passed out on 50,000... If he stops the show, he lets everybody down because five people pass out. Everybody would be like, so fuck that. Well, here's the other thing is that, like, there's all the chains of commands and they had ca- uh, declared a mass casualty. Mm-hmm. He still performed for 37 minutes after that. The police were basically saying, like, the police staff is like, we had enough security and people to handle the crowd at hand mm-hmm. and get people out and stuff. But if we pulled the plug on this and this show turned into a riot because of that, mm-hmm. we cannot control that. We don't have the manpower to control mm-hmm. so do you think a that's riot on breaking out. Um, well, so it's on a lot of people. It's a it's a concerted effort for everybody to have been because now there's releases of like after a certain amount of minutes of it being declared a mass casualty event, cops are filming. And everybody, everybody's also like Pushing a narrative to try to push liability away from them. Yeah. So like when, when the HPD cop... was saying the whole thing of like the pricking. Uh-huh. That was them trying to be like, yeah, no, like it was crazier than we could have even imagined. Mm-hmm. Then the HPD put out another narrative, which is that they talked to Travis Scott right before his show. Yeah. And like right, right, right. Saying said, like, hey, we're concerned about the energy in the crowd. And uh, we just want you to be careful with your social media messaging. You're about to go on stage. What are you supposed to do? Right. Like you're just you're asking like if he said this beforehand in the planning. Like if they had this two months ago. Yeah, then it'd be like, oh, you didn't plan to prepare for this, but you said it right before I'm about to go on stage. What the fuck am I gonna do? Yeah, cancel the show because you're concerned. Yeah. So what? Tell everybody, hey, HPD said they're concerned about. Then you really have a real riot. Exactly. Yeah. So what are you gonna do? Like there's. Now, the problem for me comes like, I don't understand how, and maybe there's this chain of commands. Like, I get the idea of going straight off stage and then dipping off into your car and going off to wherever you need to go. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's how you end up at the Dave and Buster's party that Drake's throwing, right? Right. And allegedly, he gets told at the party, and once he gets told, he leaves, right? Mm -hmm. But something, like, no one's in the car with, like, who's your squad? And no one's in the car being like, bro, there was like, but all right when i started seeing people buzz down barricades and getting the news about that earlier in the day 
But that happens every year. Of course. I'm seeing that earlier in the day. And I don't know how long bet- between the time it happened, but between the time it gets relayed to us. Yeah. I didn't start seeing the news that people had died until like I woke up in the middle of the night to use a restroom or something like that. Yeah. Until I'm on my phone and I'm like, oh shit, this is crazy. And it was probably like maybe six in the morning. Yo, I didn't hear about it until one of my boys was going and he, he I didn't hear about it till the morning mm-hmm. after because he told me. Yeah, the next morning when I'm looking, yeah. that's where I'm seeing it. So I'm wondering, like, you hear that people are passed out and people are being treated there. But here's the when thing. do you get your first confirmed death, right? Like, right. When, by what time do they get to the hospital and declare that person dead yeah. and then relay the news to Travis? To people are the acting like Travis shit. is supposed to know everything, what everyone is doing. And here's the thing. Like, the year we went... We saw on Instagram people breaking down the barricades, and I told everybody, I was like, yo, let's not go there yet. Look at what's happening. So we waited another hour, then we went. And then when we got there in the parking lot, you saw all these, like, shoes. <laughs> so, like, that shit happens. When we left that year, after it was over, we didn't walk to the exit. We got shoved to the exit. So, like, I'm saying, it, what, what I'm trying to say is the expectation that, like, Travis has set forth with his fans of, like, we're the Ragers, we don't care, we're going to break down barricades. We're that gonna... that's the kind of stuff that I feel like brings this energy of mal of just a malfunction. I mean, mm-hmm. it's fun to make yourself. I don't know, man. Here's the biggest person I think about is Tyler. Right? Mm-hmm. Tyler's been arrested multiple times, same as Travis, for inciting riots, for making crowds crazy, for doing things that maybe people would see as unconventional in performances. Yeah. And then he kind of grew from that, but. We also saw that situation where Drake got booed off stage, and that was another representation of, yo, sometimes when you are a certain way, you make shitty fans. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes you being the way you are that you think is just you, kids take that, and impress- it's impressionable, and yeah. now you have, like, in, in my opinion back then, was, like, the most spoiled fans were, like, your artist, your favorite artist – brought out one of the biggest artists in the world for you guys to enjoy. But and because you it guys, wasn't the idea that you thought that you projected on them. Then they're, you're going to shit on them and everything that they've like put forth. Like, yeah. do you have any idea how, um, do you have any idea how like much it takes to get Drake to come out here? And y'all right. are like, fuck Drake. It's yeah. not Frank. Right. You know what I mean? And that's where it's like, yo, what the fuck? And I wonder if that makes you take a step back. Cause I really think that made, Tyler take a step back and be like, yo, what the fuck am I doing like mm-hmm. to my fans? Like what what messaging am I putting out to them? Right. And if you're self-aware like that, then you might be able to like evolve. And I think he has evolved a lot mm-hmm. from like I think showing fans more hip hop, being like, hey, yeah, I need you guys to bro, respect hip hop. Doing the gangster grills and yeah. like really spitting. I think he kind of needed to be like, you guys need a lesson in hip hop. Slapping all the e-boys in the face yeah. and saying, yeah, yo, 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 yo. I know we was on pussy shit, but like Yo, they're this like, is hip hop. Yeah. And so that's where I think it made it change. And I wonder if this is gonna make Travis evolve because mm. it's hard to keep on with the same brand. You almost have to change it. Right. You almost have to change the way you like look at the game because now you're like, no, we we kind of have to go in a different direction. Like I this have is to, not sustainable. This is yeah, this is not sustainable. This is too like the fact that he's off day in Vegas, and they're petitioning to get him off of Coachella. Mm-hmm. Like, apparently he had a one-off show in Saudi Arabia that was going to be like five point something million. Yeah. He dropped that. And so, like, touring's where you make your money. Right. And 
let's go into the escape plan thing where I already had this. I didn't think it was going to be like this. Mm-hmm. But I had a feeling that Travis Stock was going to get ready to take the dip. Mm-hmm. Like if I was if I was like owning Travis Scott stock, I was like th- seeing signs that you I was like I'm about to sell because mm-hmm. he did he did the thing where it's almost dangerous to do where you do everything right right so he did McDonald's he did like all these crazy the overexposure and that's why I was like whoa why why are you doing that right and then I was like wait a minute I think he thinks his stock's ready to drop he's like it only goes up for so long. Mm-hmm. You can the, only the, be on top for so you long. You can only be the hype for so long. Yeah. So he goes, all right, cash out, cash out, cash out, cash out, right? Yeah. Get all of the get myself right for life shit. Mm-hmm. And then he bought like this crazy multi-million dollar house in cash so that he could it would be all paid off. And so he got like a half off deal on it because he did it all in cash. He didn't mm-hmm. finance anything. So he in that song, he goes, some multi-estate plan. That was the escape plan, like if I need to escape type shit, yeah. I have the, Which, I, I have my shit set up. Musically, I don't think he's come out with anything crazy in a long time. Well, it's been four years. Here's, here's another problem, all right? He he also overexposed his sound kind of. with features because those two songs that he put out before the show, were, in my opinion, were not good. I like them, but I'm a Travis Scott fan. So, but I'm a Travis fan too, bro. And like at the same time, it's just like, bro, I, I hear, I've heard this before. I've heard this already. This sounds like everything else. Kind of. I I enjoyed them, but it makes me think like, okay, so he, I think he plays like the Drake game. There's a, it's hard to do it, but there's you hop on people's songs who are like starting to pop. So like I was, I know Baby Keem's been around and has been in the conversation, but he wasn't in my radar for a while. Mm-hmm. Then he gets on my radar. How does he get on my radar? He has a song with Travis Scott. Yeah. That's a real good vibe. Then I really just get into what he's doing, into Baby Keem. And now I get into all that, right? Well, so he keeps himself here's, – here's what the thing they do. They're not taking credit for this music because they're a feature, mm-hmm. but they're constantly in the charts. So you get to like say you've been on the charts this whole time, but people are still anticipating your project. But, so it's been four years since Astroworld, yeah. right? This mm-hmm. is the, the thing where I'm getting concerned about. It's been like – Four years since Astroworld, the mm-hmm. album, and he's done all this shit since then. All those, all these festivals have stemmed from that album, and then he's done constant features to where we don't feel like he's been gone. Mm-hmm. We see him all the time, but we're still like, when the fuck is this next album coming out? So now this whole thing is the rollout plan for Utopia. It's the same type of plan that you were dealing with before. You get the festival that gets everyone in the country's eyes. Just you don't want it like this, though. And then he put out two songs right before the festival so that people are hearing those songs live. So the goal is, damn, he dropped two songs of his own. Damn, he performed them at the festival. Look at the live uh, live footage no. because Apple was filming. Yeah. Then you go, oh, shit, the Utopia is coming. You saw how crazy the festival is. Look at all this merch. Now all those kids are reselling the merch. So the merch is going crazy. And then he gets to announce Utopia coming out. There was literally. That was a, that was a plan. That there was yeah. a literal plan where investors of the label were getting like for like the, their quarterly expectations or whatever a list of the artists that are putting out records in the next six months and Travis Scott's name was on that list. Mm-hmm. He's was I don't know how it's going to happen now, but he was planning to release Utopia within six months. Mm-hmm. So this is the rollout, mm-hmm. and now it's squashed. And um, but like I I will say this with Drake. Because Drake will do that, but at least Drake, 
And yes, people say he's a culture vulture or whatever, but at least he, his sound evolves and changes. Like, if he's going to do a song with Bad Bunny, then he's going to, like, you know, do the Spanish thing and, like, try to rap like that. But the problem is Travis Scott's sound is it's the so, feature. It's Exactly. So that's why when he does his own project, you're just like, bro, this is... But what he does is he brings in he a lot of other... I think he pigeonholed himself. I don't think so, because the whole thing is it's technically just experimental. He has a dark sound... But he experiments and then grabs. So for me, it's like, okay, yeah, he did his sound that's like a thing. But then like, he, why the fuck? He's got like, you know, uh, what the fuck is his name is? Like James Blake and like mm-hmm. uh, CV Wonder doing a harmonica solo where you're like, that shit's different though. And he does it to where like it hits. Bro, if I can guess when the it's lit is coming. But that's an ad lib. I can guess when the 2121 is coming. No, for sure. But, like, what I'm saying is, like, there's a certain thing that, like, it doesn't change. It doesn't make me, you know, like, at least, at least, yay, dropped Yeezus and it sucked and everyone hated it. But, like, it was different. Okay. But you say that. But his concerts are so, so lit. This might just be a thing that we or you, because I don't even 100% agree, that you just feel. Because, obviously, his, like... I'll talk to people and people will be like, his music isn't even that lit necessarily. It's really slow if you think about it. That high energy. Yeah. But obviously it hits to these people. Their people are going crazy. Mm-hmm. Same thing where I don't understand the Playboy Cardi thing, but well, it's a thing. Can we talk about like the the fact where uh in Drink Champs part one, when they asked Ye, Kid Cuddy or Travis Scott? And he basically said the truth. He said, he said Travis truth. Scott is a mix of me, Cuddy, and Rocky. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I have to go Cuddy because that's what influences that. Yeah. But that's a mix of us. And you can say that. And he took that mix and gave Cuddy his first number one. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you take and you give. Mm-hmm. You take and you give back. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the whole thing of like how they make it all work. Yeah. So I don't know. It's... It's weird because it just makes me wonder, like, how's the rollout going to be? Did the escape plan get him to where he needs to be, where he can sit on his earnings for the rest of his life and be fine and just lose the Astroworld name? Because if he's mm-hmm. smart, right, you you can't sue him, right? You can only sue the company. If so everything's under the LLC. Right. They can bankrupt the company or whatever, but they can't touch your personal finances. Mm-hmm. So if all works out well there in Live Nation and Cactus Jack and – all the companies yeah. that he's got to deal with take these hits and he just, you know. I don't think Live Nation is going to go out without a fight. I think Live Nation is going to try to put it on him more than them. I don't think they can do that. It depends on who was responsible for the plans mm-hmm. because there was no plan for a crowd search. Mm. And that's the big thing. There was no plan in place in their procedures for dealing with the crowd search. Yeah, with people that broke into the show and like. And. Not to mention that that situation happened in previous events, mm-hmm. but wasn't addressed. So that's and, become who's responsible but, for but putting that also, together. But it's also like people always break into shows. Like if you watch like any video, it's always like the this is how I broke into like blah blah blah. Yeah, this is how I broke into blah 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 blah. So that's also a thing that no one addresses. But this one was a little. People might say. They, I, I don't know how it's going to work, but look back to Travis's tweets to say you basically said you were going to let them in. Because yeah. he has that thing where he says, we sneak in the wild ones in. Yeah, he did say that. So it's like, 
you're not expecting this shit to happen when you're saying these things. Mm-hmm. And you can chalk it up to it being promo and marketing. Right. But it could also be looked at as you're inciting this to happen. So, yeah, so we'll see how it, how it happens. How it you know? plays out. But again, shouts out to the to the families that, you know, are hurting, you know. Yeah. It's just been upsetting me a little bit because it's like and I don't know if it's it's the fucking lawyers, dog. It's the lawyers that are involved that are frustrating me. Mm-hmm. You got Busby involved. Same dude who's going after Deshaun Watson. Same dude who was trying to be the mayor of Houston, but he's taking down all the Houston legends. So, like, I don't even respect him. And it just seems like he just takes the opportunity to, like, leech off, you know, the culture as opposed to benefit it. There's also the lawyer who uh, defended the family of George Floyd. So that just means he's a good lawyer, but I don't know where his intentions lie. Mm-hmm. There's That's a back and forth one because it became the biggest thing because of, of like, what it meant and because it went viral. But... It makes me wonder, why are these judges? I mean, why are these lawyers only involved in viral cases? You know what I mean? Like, why are we only seeing their names with viral cases? Maybe it's for the greater good, or maybe it's because they know what's going to go viral. You know what I mean? Because they want the bag, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, do you actually care about the people that you're defending, or you just care about being like having the best look? Right. Because that starts becoming credits, right? When you're a lawyer, Mm -hmm. you it's like. This is the lawyer that defended OJ. This is the lawyer that defended this person. Mm -hmm. So you're like, oh, I want that person. That's your marketing. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like, well, that's the lawyer that, you know, defended George Floyd's family and the and the victims of the Astroworld event. I mean, to some extent that everyone there's ego and everything, you know, and that's one thing that Ye was talking about where it's like it could have started off with good intentions. But at some point, the ego is going to take over. Yeah. You know, so that's where I'm like, where I look at that and I don't want to be the person where it's like. Look, especially like I, I get it. If a way bigger entity has caused distress on you and you like they're just making all this money off of you and you're now a victim, yeah, get your bag and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But now it's becoming like the fun thing to do. We're like, I'm talking to people who were at the show, mm-hmm. right? And they were saying, yeah, I saw some people pass out, but like I wasn't seeing people die. He was there with a 17 year old daughter. He was like, we're in the back chilling, like, you know, it was fun. We knew what we were getting into, and I didn't have that same experience that other people are talking about. Mm-hmm. He's like, I was actually upset. Day two got canceled because he's not understanding that severity. Yeah. Because he was just like, I had a blast. Why are the they canceling yeah. two? Why are they canceling day two? And it's people like that where he was like, I mean, I guess I'm getting my money back. So I'm, you know, we're getting refunds. So that's cool. But now I'm hearing, and and tell me what you think if this is like, whoa, or if you kind of understand this, mm-hmm. allegedly refunds may include a waiver. That you can't sue them anymore. That you can't sue. Once you've gotten your money back, it's like. I think, I think yeah, that, make, that, that makes sense because let's say you only had day two passes. What are you, you, you going to, like, that's, you know, that's provoked. And there's also, like, the people that were, like, way in the back that actually had a good time, you know. And everyone who's just trying to get involved. And I I personally, if you want to take it from like a, hey, there's a bunch of fucking lawsuits. Let's take care of the people who legitimately got affected. Let's take care of the, hey, minimum, let's take care of the 300 people yeah. that had to be taken care of on site. Let's take care of, of course, at least 
mm-hmm. the 25 people that are in the hospital, yeah. and the nine people's families who have passed away. Yeah, but then everybody—that's a big group already of lawsuits, right? And everybody who was there. Yeah, here's, here's, here's your—you got to go to a free Travis Scott show. Yeah, and if you felt mentally distressed by this. He partnered with BetterHelp so that you get a month free of counseling mm-hmm. online, mm-hmm. over the phone, however best fits your schedule. Yeah, no, it, BetterHelp sponsors. I think I think that I think it's good that he did that. I mean, he does have to like protect himself to at, to some extent, and like, because I also saw online that people are like, "No, your rights. Like, if you do this, then you're giving up your right to sue." Blah 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 blah. Which, granted, yeah, I mean, like, if you were legitimately hurt, like, yeah, maybe don't don't accept that. Yeah. But if you were just there and you was cool and, like, you are just trying to get a bag, then... And some people don't understand the law. I guess there's a lot of people who are probably, like, fronting stuff so that they can get money in the back end. Yeah. But you're going to get your money back. So some people are like, well, I was already going to lose out on that money in my head. Like, I had already spent the money on those tickets. Yeah. So I, it's better off taking my chances with the settlement. You don't know how much legal fees that shit takes. Yeah, bro. To, like continue on with a lawsuit exactly and like you know what i'm saying like you're not you're gonna spend way more than these tickets were worth to hopefully get a settlement so two years from now so that's what i'm saying if you weren't legitimately hurt like come on bro yeah two years from now whenever all this shit gets said and done probably maybe at least two years you know what i'm saying with the kind of lawyers he would have with the kind of money yeah. he has with the kind of you don't money the labels have he's got multiple labels you don't think he's got Live rock nation? nation with him yeah bro you don't think rock nation is gonna help him out nrg Bro, I'm saying you like we're talking about stadiums that have like drunk football fans in there every fucking week. You don't think they got some sort of in- yeah. now the insurance was mad sketchy. Apparently, there was like such a little amount of insurance. Like apparently, they only needed a million, and I think they only had like like I don't know, like ten million or some shit like that. Like something that's like yo, my man, that's crazy. For my wedding, I had to have like at least a hundred thousand of insurance. Of insurance, I don't even know if I had to have that shit, dog. To be honest. I don't, I don't Dog, know. I did my so, wedding. So, that, so hearing that, that makes me think that's wild. Yeah. Insurance wise. Yeah. Because I literally had just because seen. What was it? It was 120 people, and the venue was like, you just need 100 thou. And then how, how does that even work? I don't know. Look, Lone Woman holds protest outside Travis Scott's Houston home. So it's like, but but I had really just seen that apparently there's all this look. There's these looks about how much insurance he needed and how it was such a small amount. And it's just crazy to now look. I don't know, bro. I'm on my capitalist <laughs> stuff, man. Leave, leave my billionaires alone, bro. <laughs> Bless you. You it's just, you just we, mad you broke, bro. If we if we keep on disincentivizing our billionaires, does that give China the heads up or not? I wonder that. Bro, because... So, so, cause yeah, that's a big point because China's willing to self sabotage in order to keep control. Because, like they did with that one company. Remember how I told you about that yeah. one company where they sabotaged their IPO with their own regulations because they didn't want them to IPO in New York. So they'll do that shit. Though they don't care about their people. They're like, yo, we have laws to where like you killing your kid if you have more than one, yeah, or two or something. Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. like we don't care about our people. So it, now this this means to the whole Elon thing, bro. But but really quickly, mm-hmm. it makes me wonder more. So is it good or bad for us? So like, because we care so much about money, right? Yeah. China's learned to use their cap our capitalism against us. Mm-hmm. 
Explain. Give me more on that. So, like, not to mention, of course, all the factories and shit. Like, we don't have the ability to make majority of the shit that they make for us way cheaper. If we, oh, you're saying they, but, have but not even that. But, but not balls. even that. They do. That's yeah. number one. But then it's like the shit where it becomes the choices and the rights and, mm-hmm. i.e., the NBA. Mm. The NBA is their own thing, but their market is so fucking big in China that China has them by the balls. So if they say anything, John Cena, John Cena all that, like that whole thing, it's stuff like that that makes me be like, okay, you guys have Hollywood by the balls, so you have our culture. Not only do you have our manufacturing, but you control the culture because we're going to control what we make to please you. Can I get on a tinfoil hat real quick? Please. Could we say that it all started with Wu-Tang having the karate sounds and the raps? Could we say that it started with Bruce Lee and uh, Jackie Chan because they made it seem like it was cool? I mean, those were the movies they was watching. See what I'm saying? And they had a song called Cash Rules Everything Around Me, bro. But No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we wildin'. But Wu-Tang forever, bro. I love y'all. That's my thing is, is just like... We care about money to a fault where mm-hmm. we're literally at that point picking money over freedom. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm. are we, there's the whole freedom and the ability to do what we want. But what happens when you get chained by your own wealth? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. at what point, by, by greed, basically, because you're talking about the biggest people who hold the biggest amounts of money in the world scared that they're going to lose money. So that's where you're you're taking your morals out because you don't want to affect the bag. But because it's not only your bag, it's everyone else's bag. So when John Cena recognizes Taiwan as a country, he could say, well, I don't give a fuck about the money, which he does, obviously. Yeah. But even if he didn't, well, it ain't about you. What about everybody else who was in the movie? What about all the other people who fronted this? What about everyone that's eating off of you? And now you took away the biggest market for recognizing Taiwan as a country. Yeah. And that's where you're like, well, fuck. Then you have to think in your morals, like, how much do I really give a fuck about Taiwan as a country? And then you're like, I don't give a fuck about them that much. Yeah. And then you, you know, turn back on your morals and you apologize in Mandarin. Mm-hmm. You're so, so tired. So I'm just like, I don't know, man. Like, I keep on getting on this thing, but I really see that as being what's going to happen. Like, you see them taking over. It's kind of outside out of mind. They're not, they're fucking with us, but they're taking over all the countries that are around them. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, if shit did hit the fan and they decide, hey, so we officially like not fucking with y'all. Mm-hmm. We are fucked. And our, the the current administration is just kind of going with it and letting it go and, you know, letting them do their thing and stuff. And now it's getting really concerning because it's just like, I don't know, when I see TikTok and all this stuff, it's really concerning me when I see the the younger kids and the younger generation. It's concerning me when I see the younger generation, like, thinking, uh, not capitalism, thinking that communism will work. Because I really think people, there's social media messaging. Mm -hmm. Like, I think they start the trends and then we follow them. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you'll see kids who have like five hundred thousand TikTok followers, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. If someone has like five hundred thousand 
Instagram followers, you kind of know who they are. If someone's got like, you know, 500,000 YouTube followers, you kind of know who they are. Mm-hmm. But you don't know who these people are because it's kind of like not fake people. It could be, but also just people who don't like it doesn't translate. And then so, they're the ones paying you. Okay, so like this happened with my boy, right? So TikTok is a Chinese company and they can also pay you for being a creator. My boy has all this Christian meme stuff and they stopped. They, they took him off the payroll. Because they're not fucking with that religion shit. Yeah. And that's what, so, so now think about it like this, right? This is where I'm talking about the capitalism shit mm-hmm. overtaking your morals. So let's just say your boy didn't give a fuck about Christianity for real and was like, wait, 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 I'm getting the bag. So now he's going to switch up his content because he's like, well, they pulled the plug if I do this. So if I start doing this stuff, I'm like not. If I start being I'm, funny in this way. Yeah. And way. I'm not, I'm not ruffling any feathers for my biggest market, the place that's giving me the most money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can put things on on Instagram on Reels, but is Reels really paying? No one's really watching on Reels for me. So I need to go to TikTok, but I can't be on that Christian shit because I saw they pulled the plug on me last time. Mm-hmm. So I got to do this and this and that. And now you're changing up your content. You're changing up the culture because you're being incentivized or de-incentivized with money. Yeah. So it's not like... It's the thing where I don't think they're going to do the thing. Everyone is worried about the day that they say, you can't do this. You can't do that. I don't think that's the way it works. I think it's like, hey, we'll give you a little money if you cut that shit out. And yeah. some people will be like, ah, uh, damn. I mean, I don't care about it that much. It makes you start putting a price to your morals. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how they get you. Mm-hmm. I think they realized we don't give a fuck about things legitimately we only give a fuck about things if they appear to be fucked up so we're looking at our phones made by slaves and talking about how crazy it is that travis scott didn't stop the show exactly yeah or we're you know and we're all wearing like nikes yeah that were made in like you know but then we're like stop asian hate so it's like but then we're also like i hate capitalism as i'm posting this on my ipad exactly so they know we're hypocrites. So yeah. they just have to make things that get us enticed enough to cause noise and, you know, get rid of the things that they want gotten rid of and promote the things that, like, they want to be promoted or promote things that are more, like, that are going to tear us apart more. Mm-hmm. And they kind of get to control us in a way where we don't think we're being controlled, where we think it's our choice to do things. Right. And so... I really think that's the thing that no one really wants to pay attention to as the big issue. And I think you ha- you personally have to get to a point as a creator or as an entity or as a whatever where it's like, will cash actually rule you, you know? Yeah. For a lot of people, it will. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think like it's like fame and fortune. Right. So if you're getting the law- cash does rule everything around us, but does it actually rule you? It does for a lot of people. It does. Like, think about a lot of the decisions people have made for Celsius money. in the back. Right? <laughs> You're like, yo, these things are fucking my heart up. But Celsius on the back. <laughs> so that's where I'm like, dude, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. I really think we're on the last leg. You think so? I mean, I've been saying this. Mm-hmm. And the more and more that I look at it, the more and more that I'm like, oh, fuck. I think people. My dad got into reels. Heavily. Heavily? Heavily. Mm. I'm talking like he went, 
he goes to take a dump and he in there for an hour and a half because he got distracted by reels now. Mm. They are entertaining. It's, I'm talking, he's sending me three reels back to back to back. So now how am I supposed to, am I supposed to, am I supposed to send three individual text messages to respond to each one of the reels you just sent me? Or do I just send a general ha 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 and laugh at all three reels? I think you just heart them all. Is that what you do? Because I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm the one that sends the reels like that. So I don't know. Now I'm on the other side thinking like, damn, maybe I shouldn't be sending them like that. You do that to me and I feel the same way. And and then for me, I'm, I'm honest, like I'm not going to front. I look at them like crack, like cocaine. Yeah. Like where if somebody, I don't do cocaine, mm-hmm. but if someone like offers it to you in like a, in a party setting with around a bunch of people, you might be like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like I'll, I'll do this socially. I'll look at it. But the fear privately. is, the fear is when you're privately just doing it by yourself, just mm-hmm. like taking a hit, taking yeah. a hit, taking a hit, taking a hit, and yeah. you can't stop. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm afraid to get into them. And that being That's said, why I don't really look at them. That, that being said, we're about to film a bunch of reels and skits. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my fear is I look at those and I'm like, all right, prime example. Most people who are successful on, on TikTok have to take the curse words out of their TikToks. So like if Andrew Schultz posts podcast clips, they're editing out the cuss words. Mm. So he brought up that example. He's going to be changing up his content to be putting it on TikTok. So now you're compromising your I mean, integrity. You, doesn't YouTube the integrity farms? Um, doesn't YouTube demonetize you if you curse anyway? They demonetize you if you say certain keywords that they don't like within the first 30 seconds or within the first however so amount of time in your video. Mm. So you can still do whatever you want. Well, we get demonetized still... like every single time. <laughs> Right for the second, that we, yeah. So it's like there's there's all that kind of stuff, but it is like those the way that they can regulate, the way that they can incentivize or de incentivize mm-hmm. is the tactic to make you change your ways and act like you're choosing to do it, right? Because it's not like man, I have to do this. It's I fi- you think it's a cheat code. I figured out that if you take the cuss words out, then I get my bag. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I figured out that if I don't say shit about God. Mm-hmm. Then I would get the bag. Mm-hmm. So you, they make you think it's cheat codes, right? 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 It's it's slow. Like, man, that's why Kanye said we off the grid, bro. We see all these loopholes, right? We're seeing all these things where it's like, okay, if they do this and this and that, oh, it's the cheat codes. Tell me what your boy Elon doing. Okay, so everybody knows Elon got on Twitter and said, made it seem like a poll, like, oh, should I just sell these six point eight billion? <laughs> like, what do y'all think? Tell tell me what y'all think. And then, of course, Twitter said, yeah, bro, sell them. Here's the thing that people, most people don't know. Currently, the Biden administration is trying to change a bunch of tax things that I t- don't agree with, actually, at all. Like, they're trying to get rid of the 1031 exchange, which is all my real estate people know that basically that means is if, if I sell a property, I don't have to pay taxes on it as long as I put that money in a different property and I can defer the taxes up until my death and then if I die, nobody pays it. Okay. So all these real estate moguls, that's what they do. They 1030, 1031. Yeah. Um, and then he's also trying to get rid of the step-up basis, and I'm not going to get into that. But the big one that could affect a lot of... Because all of this is like sounds like... Like when I was telling you originally about it, you are like, bro, that's like big-time people problems. Like, why do you care? <laughs> Honestly, that's yeah. like rich people. I got so much money, I need to put it in the property people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But this, I think this one's the one that really is going to affect the everyday. I think that the 31 will affect the everyday people too. But this one was basically, there's three ways the government taxes you on investments and assets. Income, capital gains, and obviously there's the tax-free. Um, when you get taxes income, that's at the highest tax bracket. And that usually comes from your IRAs and your 401ks, 403bs, all that. All the retirement accounts that you have, that's going to be get taxed at income at the tax bracket that you're at currently. So that's the highest percentage of taxes that you get. Then there's capital gains. Depends on how long you hold the asset. So let's say you hold the asset for less than 12 months, that gets taxed as income. That's a short-term capital gain. So there's also long-term capital gain. And that currently in 2020, it gets taxed depending, it's either 15% or 20%. What the Biden administration is trying to say is say, fuck all that long-term, short-term shit. It's all going to be income. Okay. So that'll all be 50 to if, 60, whatever the fuck If it you're is. Elon and you have to pay income tax on, on this gain and you, you held this in California, so you're also going to have to pay state taxes on it, whether this passes or not, I'm saying this shit now because I know that I can buy more later. Yeah. I tell you right now, bro, and this isn't financial advice. This isn't anything. SEC, SEC don't come after your boy. There's going to be a dip towards the end of the year because all these rich people are going to say, fuck that, bro. I'm selling because I know I can buy it back. Yeah. And I can buy it on sale. Yeah. So that's wild because he really made – I think there was there was that mix where I, I think – when people hear six billion, they're still thinking about world hunger. Yeah, so they're obviously going to be like, "Yeah, bro, sell, yeah, sell, sell it, sell. do the world hunger." Yeah. Which we've all, if you're paying attention, which a lot of people aren't paying attention all the time, mm -hmm. we all saw that die hilariously. Yeah, like we all saw them being like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, well, it'll it'll help. It won't end it a hundred percent, but it'll." What help. I say? Yeah. What I say? Exactly what you said, and that's pretty much where they got like you know caught with their tails between their legs. Where it's mm -hmm. like, "Oh shit." He responded, and yeah. we didn't have a good. It's fun to say the thing that makes you seem like the good person, right? It's yeah. If Elon would just give us six billion dollars, we would get this whole shit figured out. Oh, yeah. really? Y'all got that figured out? Y'all realize it's only six billion? Bet. Let me know. Well, we didn't think you were going to respond. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, bro, it's literally they acted like when people like shoot shots at celebrities on Twitter and then the celebrity actually claps back at them and they're like, actually, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I just wanted to get your attention. I've actually just been going through a really rough time in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, <laughs> that's like, how they bro. responded. <laughs> and so it's like, you see the six billion and you're like, oh, he was talking about world hunger. Yeah, dude, sell it. Yeah. And he's like, all right, y'all saw the internet told me to sell it. It wasn't yeah, that yeah, I yeah. was trying to yeah, yeah, yeah. get around any sort of tax things. That, oh, there's a tax law that's changing? I don't know. I was just talking to my Twitter followers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. like, he knows what he's doing. Oh, of course, bro. You think Kanye told him to do it? I don't know. I mean, and this is where I've, I've, I've recently started to battle, though, with this whole tax thing. Because, yes, you want to tax the rich. Yes, you want to do all this. But at the same time, bro, you're accidentally hurting people. You're going to make the gap bigger. There's not going to be an incentive to you gonna, You're going to make the gap bigger? Not like... Shouts out Kanye? Yeah. I'm, no, bro. Like, think about... The, the, I'm talking about the wealth gap. Yeah, I know. But, like, think about it, bro. If you're going to have to pay income on the little stock that you hold 
why would you even hold it? Why would you even buy it? I always wonder about how I even feel about the stock market in general. We're going to have to talk about this shit later because I'm like, it's fun and all for us. Is like, I mean, granted, it can get reversed in the next four years. But like, if you're really maybe it'll be a change in the tide, maybe. And I'm, I'm just I don't know. I don't know shit. Because but maybe everybody sells it and makes the market drop. All the big holders who are like, I'm not about to be holding this big ass stock for it to be taxed like this, drop, and then maybe the little people get to buy stock and it actually spreads across multiple users than mm-hmm. just big hedge funds holding everything. Could it possibly be a little bit of a better situation? And maybe people want to hold their stuff in and watch it grow differently because they're like, well, I can't just be doing this short-term trading shit if it's just going to be getting taxed all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I just think it's it's interesting to see. I don't... How does it make you feel? Do, do now, like, the presidency right now and, like, the administration has been so weird mm-hmm. where, like, people straight up just be asking me, like, do you vote for Biden? And I don't know what I'm supposed to react. Yeah. Where I'm like, I ain't trying to claim that boy. Well, I can't even vote, so... <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I don't want to claim nobody right now. Honestly, bro, like, I was in Nacogdoche, and I know we were supposed to end, but this is this is an extra clip for the Patreon. We ain't on Patreon. <laughs> I'm just talking. I just wanted to sound official. Um, I was in Nacogdoche last weekend, and they had the Day of the Dead Festival, and we went, and it's lit. It's honestly one of my favorite festivals in Nacogdoche. Like dog, you should have told me to pull through. I went to one in Houston. I would have wanted to go to one in that. I know, bro. It's, it's the the cultures out there. You know, they have they they the abuelitas pull out the atole, bro. Let they, me run. Let me run down to uh, run up to knack with you one of these. Well, we have to, bro. I'll show you all the good spots. I bet. All right, but um, there was a booth for the Democratic Party, and honestly, it rubbed me the wrong way. Because you, it made you think like, what Mexicans got to be Democrat? Yeah. Which. Which, granted, the Republican Party wasn't there, but also, like, why are y'all even here, bro? Like, this is this ain't even about y'all. Like, stop trying to push an agenda on me, bro. Like, I get you. I get you because of the way you feel about it. Mm-hmm. Think about yourself maybe four years ago. Mm-hmm. Where the thought, because you've, you've, the problem with you right now is you've. Are you telling me I switched up? You switched up. Everyone's but you, telling me I switched look, up. Look, not only did you switch up, but like you surpassed your previous thought. So before, you would have loved to see that because you would be like, finally, people are coming over here and trying to get Hispanics to vote. Mm-hmm. Because that was the big thing is Hispanics won't vote. Yeah. And most of these like Cuban Hispanics and stuff like that are Republicans. Yeah. So it's like the Democratic well, Party. Even Mexicans, bro. The Democratic Party being like, hey – Let's try to get some people to sign up for vote, like sign up to vote. Let's let them know that, hey, you can actually make a difference. You know, mm-hmm. hey, you actually can do something for you and your families and stuff like that, that like you guys might not think you guys have the ability to do. I know you guys think that you just came over, but like your kids can do something and mm-hmm. you did it to make a better. And and to me, it, it's more getting our voices heard. Right. And right. sure, they're going to pander because they're I mean, thinking minorities. To, right. So you, let's you try to, to point, let's yeah. go go after the minorities but the first thought is hey they're trying to like you know bring more awareness you who already are on that shit are like bro it's so wild and disrespectful that they're over here just trying to pander to my community (laughs) bro i'm at the point where it's like 
Bro, I'm at the point where it's like, do you really think I can't succeed without your help? It's. Do you really think that you have to hire me because I can't, I don't have the skills on my own? That's where it's at. I mean, it's all about inclusion, diversity, and shit, right? Yeah. So, like. Which I'm all for, but it's like, if you're really pushing that, like, are you hiring me because I'm going to make you look good or are you hiring me because you really think I, I, I can do the job? Oh, yeah. That's for sure. Especially in your, like, type of stuff. Yeah. That's or why anything, I like. Anything. Or anything, bro. Like. I don't know, bro. That's why I like blue collar shit. <laughs> blue collar shit is just about what you can do. Yeah. No one gives a fuck. Yeah. Dude, there's somebody on my job who got a face tat. Sick. I was like, it really made me get. A, I'm like, we can have face tats. <laughs> like, I was like, what? Yo, Seth. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, wait. We can have a face tat. Yeah. Apparently, like when management was asked about it, she's like, that's just the times we live in. So I'm like, bro. That's like. That's, that's what I'm saying. So I'm like, we ain't. It's just like, can you do the shit? Yeah. That's what I. I'd much rather it just be like, can you do the shit? Honestly, me too. Yeah. But with all that being said, we are here. We outside, we inside, and we stand protected. Celsius coming at you. Celsius, send the check, bro. We love y'all. Yeah, real talk. Honestly, RIP to the victims of Astroworld. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to be back out of NRG as soon as we, as soon as we yeah. can. <laughs> um, I know we talk mess on reels, but we're, we're probably going to drop some skits Yeah, here. we're going to be out there on reels, TikTok. Um, um, all the platforms. So we, follow we, us on all of them. We are them, the, we we're the hypocrites. Soldier boy, come at your boys. It's Hippocrates out here. Yeah, uh, soldier boy, we're trying to work with you. Yeah, real talk for real, big soldier. Also, Kanye. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we don't care. Go. Should we? Should we say it? What? What you sent me? Say no, it. no, we 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 ain't go dry snitch. Say like it. That. I don't remember. Say it. What your cousin allegedly saw. Yo. No, we can't dry snitch like that. No, we we're dry snitching right now. Right now. Elon Kanye collab coming soon. He in Starbase. Allegedly. Allegedly. But he in Starbase. So tell your theas that we out here. Shout tell out your theas that we being reckless. And then we, you know, we talking shit. Yep. Hit that like, hit that subscribe, hit that follow, and then hit that share and send it to somebody else. And before we out, we out. Bye. Jesus.